This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, Steve Simon. And I'm your other host, Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? Not a whole lot. Did you kind of look like shit today? Did you get wasted last night or something? Um. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I know. It, I exercised today, though. That might be it also. God, time in, like, it's unheard of. Yeah. Dude, you're going to lose those man breasts. I know. You're going to have to find somebody else. You're not going to get all the boys to come to the yard anymore. Your milkshake. Yeah, your milkshake's lacking. I've got my milkshake saved up in the closet. Dude, all I did all day today was uh, just listen to Iron Maiden. Yeah, uh, but just to go back, what I did last night was I stayed up till uh, like 5 a.m. watching Battlestar Galactica. Dude, don't tell the chicks that, please. What chicks? <laughs> All the chicks that listen to this podcast. Oh right, <laughs> dude, our ass getting like our ass getting is now just diminished like exponentially. Well, mine, <laughs> mine did. Yeah, I heard though. I, I did read that that series is supposed to be pretty good. Is it pretty good? It's entertaining. I just wanted to point out why I look like that shit. Okay, so you're just staying up all night drinking, watching Battlestar Galactica. Right. God, that sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> God, I wish I had your life. <laughs> Many men do. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the other day, um, I'm sure you regret not going to see Jackass 2 with uh, me and my brother. You yeah, should have gone. Yeah, I kind of do after I heard about uh, the hilarity that is that movie. Dude, it was, um, you know, I was kind of ashamed for liking it as much as I do. I am kind of ashamed because it's just, you watch it and you're thinking, God, these guys are just assholes. Like, why would someone do this to their body? But then at the same time, you're laughing because, you know, it's, it's hilarious. And are you laughing because you like seeing someone inflict pain upon themselves and upon others? Like, you're laughing at just cruel human acts? Or is it laughing like America's Funniest Home Videos? Because like, I don't laugh at that. I think it's the same thing as America's Funniest Home Videos. For just who? for the counterculture. It's the same thing. So the counterculture appreciates it. Yeah, but in the same way that the uh, regular old culture likes America's Funniest Home Videos. Okay, I, I guess I can under, I can understand that. But it was funny, though. My brother was completely against it. He did not want to go see it. He was like, dude, I don't want to go see this. And I was like, come on. Let, let, let's go. And so we ended up going to see it. My brother loved it. He loved it. It was like his favorite movie. And not to mention, he was like turned on by that movie. He was telling me at the end of it, he was just like, dude. He's like, I've had, I had a heart on the whole time. And I was just like, uh, M- M- motherfucker, I'm sitting right next to you. Ah, dude, it was, it was just so like. You didn't, you didn't employ the not a fag seat? No, you know, I should have. I, yeah, you know, you don't, I don't do exactly that anymore because I'm comfortable with my, you know, sexuality. And I, I figured, you know. But because I, your brother really is a fag, it might be a necessary <laughs> to, buffer zone. To put in that one, like that seat, that empty right. seat between us. And, you know, I was thinking. I'm not going to do this. It's jackass, whatever. And yeah, the whole time my brother's totally into it. And I guess like throughout the movie, there's a lot of like naked man ass, balls, dudes shaving each other's pubes. So I guess it was kind of a homoerotic movie. So I mean, it makes sense that he was into it. Well, the whole movie is just a bunch of grab ass, right? Dude, the whole movie is grab ass with like razor blades and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a violent game of grab ass. I can see how you're- That's what uh, jackass is. I can see how your brother would enjoy that. Yeah, no, he the whole time he was sitting there just like uh, totally into it. But, you know, I mean, the, the movie was pretty funny. But as I was watching it, I was thinking, like, do you think those dudes, like some of them might be gay? Are they gay on purpose? 
Yeah, it's very gay. Because I had read an interview with uh, one of the producers who was like, oh, yeah, this time the stunts are better and it's the movie's way gayer. It's like uh... – They're gay on purpose, though, but do you think they're gay? On purpose? I don't understand the question. Yeah, okay. No, the movie does gay things like gay stunts on purpose because then you know people laugh oh, at okay. it. And it just – I think it even it, – it reaches a new level, new apex of just disgusting, of like revolting behavior. You're like – again, one scene uh, of Jackass, uh, Steve-O, who I think is the most insane person of that whole crowd. But Steve-O shoves – He's the a, one that staples his balls and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, he shoves great. a – he has like a tattoo of himself on his back. He shoves a beer bong up his ass, and they pour like two forties in this beer bong. And then he like tries to shit the beer out, and he couldn't shit it out. So another dude plunges his asshole, and then he just sprays it all over everybody. Now, now, do you think that's gay? Like, have you ever done that with your friends? No, I neither have I. I think it's latent homosexuality, blatant homosexuality, but on tendencies. purpose. Like, well, it's latent. They don't realize. They don't realize how gay they are, but really, they're really gay. It's just because it's really. It's just a big glorified uh, fraternity pranks, right? Well, that's what I it's was. Same thinking. thing with fraternities. You know, you talk to a guy in a fraternity, dude. I love my fraternity. My brothers are like, I love them. I love my brothers, on, and then and then you're kind of you know, you ask off the guy, on a pizza, and, yeah, then, and like the ask, last guy to come ate it. Yeah, and then you ask the guy, well. Isn't that a little gay? And they're like, no, no, it's not gay. Yeah, no. <laughs> what are you talking gay. about? You guys all live in a big house and you walk around, you know, grabbing each other's ass all day long and you, you know, watch each other have sex with chicks and stuff like that. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of gay. So you know, I, I, don't, I don't think they consciously realize they're how not gay. going for gay. Yeah. But somebody that I'm sure, you know, one of the producers totally gets it. Like, and yeah. Understands that that's what the appeal. I mean, there's, no, yeah, I mean, and I, I just think it also makes it. That much more like obscene, that much more like revolting, like to some people, like to do stuff like that. You know, when a dude's shaving another dude's ass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, Somebody and, behind the scenes understands that it makes it that much more shocking. But I think those guys that are doing it, the actual jackasses, dude, they drank a cup of horse semen. Yeah, in this movie, <laughs> they really jacked gay. up a horse and they're drank really a cup gay. of horse semen. Is that even gay? It's pretty gay. It's like horse gay. <laughs> I don't know, horse gay or something. But you know, not I, that there's anything wrong with being <laughs> gay, but I'm just yeah. No, I, I just think they're going for it. But um, I was thinking, you know, I kind of felt some like sympathy for the, like the frat boys that are rushing the frats because now they're going to have to like probably shove a beer bong up their ass now and get yeah, really drunk. The bar has yeah. been raised. Yeah, definitely. But you know, another another thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna let this go in a second. But another thing, I was wondering, like. Do you think Johnny Knoxville really needs to do Jackass anymore? That guy has millions of dollars. He gets like $2 million a picture. Like, why would he do Jackass? Yeah, but think about, you know, the Dukes of Hazard movie sucked and nobody went to see it. And Jackass 2 was like the biggest movie running for two weeks or something well, like no, that. Well, no, that's what's amazing. Like, uh, the total U.S. gross hasn't even hit worldwide so yet. to do it. The total U.S. gross, $64 million, just the U.S., just domestic. So, I mean, they're going to make a ton of money worldwide. And that's, that leads to my next point, like... How do you think Jackass is perceived in Europe, like, or in uh, the Asian countries? Like, do they even watch it? Uh, I, I think it, they would probably go over well. I mean, if nothing else, to just laugh, laugh at the stupid Americans and just kind of stare. Well, you know, that's go, how we all act, I guess, or they they perceive us all like that. Well, they go to a bunch of different countries. Like, they go to uh, let's see, they go to India, they go to Australia, a bunch of different places. And one of the the producer. In this interview that I read, said that uh, the reason they go to India is because now every they're so you know the jackass has reached that level of exposure where everyone knows their face. So now the only place they can really go are places like India or <laughs> Egypt or something, and that's where they pull their you know pull their pranks. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. But you know, I also read that there's another group 
that preceded Jackass called the Dudesons, and they're from Finland. Yeah, I saw that on the internet. It kind of, I kind of felt vindicated though, because it's like, okay, well, you think Americans are dumbasses, you think Americans are jackasses. Well, you guys have your own crew called the Dudesons, who I've never seen before. I watched; they had some clips on their website, and it, yeah, it looks like the same stuff. But is know? it? I mean, is it as obscene? Is it as as insane? Well, as jackass. You know, they were shitting in some guy's mailbox on the one I saw. One of the Dudesons was holding the mailbox, which they broke off the post. Did- and another dudeson was, you know, shitting right into it, basically, you know, with the guy's face right there. You know, I, I'd like to uh, call out to the sick and wrong audience, like especially the people that live abroad. Right into us. Tell us, uh, you know, how jackass is, if people dig jackass over in uh, Europe. I know they dig it in England because they, they filmed a bunch of stunts in England and had some English people in some of the stunts. So I just wonder, you know, how it is. But yeah, you know, the movie, all in all, go check it out. No shortage of feces in it and some uh, pretty... You know, hilarious stunts. It gets it's a pretty sick cool. and wrong thumb up. I, I'd say butt. two thumbs up the <laughs> two ass. Thumbs up the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for uh, Jackass too. It, it was pretty good. But uh, yeah, dude, we have, we have a lot to move on to doing the show. It's podcast forty. We're uh, just ten podcasts away from the big five zero, and uh, we're gonna have to do something special for that. I think it'll be the return of my brother. I'm sure he uh, would love to come on here. And he's uh, a fan favorite. He is a fan favorite. But, uh, yeah, it's Podcast 40. We have a lot to get through today. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up is um, I'd like to uh, give some props here to uh, Mr. Wackerly for designing a new voting procedure on the website. I finally did it. Dude, I mean, we've had fans write into us, like, constantly, every week, saying, dude, why don't you make, like, a voting system on your website, like a little voting button that you can yeah. click on. So now people, you don't have to email us. You can just go to the website. You click a little button. You write your name if you want. You know, you can make up some name. You can put in your email if you want. We don't care. We're not harvesting. Comment. Yeah, we're not harvesting emails or anything. But And then you just hit the submit button. It goes to our voting computer, and we tally them up that way. So Sick and I think wrong it's, a lot, it's a lot better uh, procedure. I think it's a lot easier for people to vote, and it's a lot easier for us to count the votes because you know the uh, the computer does it for us. So it's sickandwrongpodcast.com. You'll see it just every week. Just go there, and you can vote for uh, my story or Mr. Wackerly's story or our new thing that we're doing now because it's Podcast 40. We're always evolving here on Sick and Wrong. Listeners send us stories every week. So now we're going to have a listener story featured. So three stories you can vote on. Yeah. My story, Wackley's story, or the listener. And the maybe dark the, horse. Yeah. So maybe the listener might actually win. The wild card. Yeah. The wild card. So you I never gotta, know. I want to point out, too, though. So with that technical advancement in the website, there's also been some uh, technical problems coming up. And I think I'm going to put another vote up on there this week so you can either vote for the stories and then i'm going to also have a chance to vote for this other thing and that is do people want us to go with the m4a format and have pictures or do they want us to stick with the mp3 format because i guess some people can't play m4a's on their on their whatever they are that they're you know their little portable mp3 players will not play an m4a so yeah, you can write. I mean, you can still listen to the MP3. You just have to go to the website and download it. Yeah, that's a good point. So I mean, but yeah, vote on that M4A or MP3. Give or us some feedback. Or if we decide this is retarded, we will cut this out of the podcast at a later time. So let's get on to the stories here. And the way Sick and Wrong works, as you know, you vote on who has the sickest story of the week. Winner gets a case of beer. And if the listener wins, you're gonna have to figure out some kind of prize package. Sick and Wrong prize package, maybe for the for the listener. 
You know, we'll, we'll have to get to that. Dave will shave his balls and then yeah. put it on the website. Yeah. The video. I, I could do that. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be a nice little gift for somebody. And if uh, the uh, listeners keep winning week after week, and it's a prize for your girlfriend, too. Yeah. Smooth then, then, balls. <laughs> perpetually. Smooth, finally shaved, shorn scrotum. Yeah, girls love that. Like a little boy. Yeah, girls love that. So um, according to all the votes that we received, um, it was actually kind of a close contest here, uh, Wackerly. I was telling up all the votes. I actually got about 48, and you had 46. So two votes shy of a I'm winning. Robbed. So uh, my story, the Amish. Recount. Well, you know, a couple people wrote in, and uh, were even commenting that uh, it was kind of a cheap shot, that my article was so mainstream, and that's why um, – you know, I won, so it was kind of cheap to use that. But at the same time, I think everyone acknowledged that, uh, yeah, what happened in Amish land was pretty sick and wrong. Yeah. So uh, I, I declare myself the winner for this week, and uh, that's why we're drinking some MGD today. So uh, thank you for that beer purchase. You're welcome. Uh, they're wackerly. So, yeah, I invite you to vote com. But since I won last week, I'm going to start off the uh, stories for uh, Podcast 40 here. <laughs> So uh, my story actually, it's kind of nice. It's an international one. You know, we've been doing a lot of domestic stories recently. So uh, my po- my story here for Podcast 40 occurred in Glasgow. So it's Scottish. Scottish. So, uh, yeah. And uh involves Sean Connery. Really? No, actually, no, it didn't. Oh, <laughs> He's the only Scott that I could uh, I thought maybe you pulled up. a Mel Gibson. <laughs> meltdown. Would that be great? Drinking meltdown. Prostitute maimed in attack. Offers a reporter sex three weeks later. So she was maimed in this uh, vicious attack, and then three weeks later, the back on the was, streets, okay, I'll let you read it. offering the reporter of this article sex again. So a prostitute. <laughs> Girl's got to make a living. Yep. A prostitute who had her arm ripped off in a savage attack has returned to work on the streets three weeks later. Her name's Jillian Gilchrist, 29 years old, was offering sex from the exact spot where she was picked up three weeks prior by a brute dubbed the M8 Ripper. <laughs> it's kind of a cool name. M8 you know, is the ro- name of the road, I, I think suppose. M8's the expressway or something. The M8 Ripper. So, uh, it sounds like a Judas Priest song. Yeah, no, it, does, it actually it definitely should be a metal song, like a hardcore song or something. A drug addict Jillian lost part of her left arm. Actually, it says, yeah, it lost her left arm. When she was thrown from the M8 Ripper's moving car on the highway, like three weeks ago, Jillian and her boyfriend, James, vowed that she'd give up working Glasgow's notorious red light district. Her boyfriend or her pimp? Um, I think it's her pimp. But uh, I don't know if they have pimps in Scotland. I don't know if it works like it does in the U.S. Well, no matter what you call it, it, a pimp is a pimp. A pimp is a pimp, but I mean, I just wonder how it, you know, how it works on the streets there. But according to this article, it seems that like Glasgow has like a rather extensive red light district. I think it's pretty easy to get a, a Scottish whore. I, I just don't picture them looking too hot, though. Red, I mean, red it, light, red hair district. <laughs> red light, red hair, no teeth, <laughs> and one arm. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I guess the the reporter from the story tracked the pair down. Um, back on uh, in, on the streets of Glasgow, and it was business as usual for Jillian, who offered the reporter a range of sexual services while her boyfriend watched from across the street. The reporter declined the offer and walked away, and noticed that she was covering up the missing arm with a jacket. So I think she was going to try to pull the bait and switch. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, would you be upset if you picked up this prostitute, got in the car, she takes off her jacket, or she starts giving you a hand job and she has to give it with her left hand, you know, <laughs> or her right hand because, uh, you know, she's missing one arm. But would you, like, be like, get out of my car, I want my money back, or would you still carry on with the uh, sexual act? I would probably stop it right there. If I saw a freshly sewn up stump. <laughs> <laughs> There's a stump that would just, like, kill it for you. Yeah, it's just a mood killer. Well, a fresh stump. If it was an old stump that was all the way healed over. So only like 26 days story. ago, she was pushed from a car by a knife-wielding maniac, the M8 Ripper, who then reversed over her just, uh, I guess, to make sure she was dead. I guess her left arm was ripped off in the ordeal, and she staggered in agony through a field to wave down drivers on the M8 to try to, to help her. I think that guy doesn't really... Uh, he doesn't warrant that cool name. Dude, he's a serial killer. He kills prostitutes. Well, yeah, but that name implies that he's going around just with his bare hand ripping girls' arms off, <laughs> where in, in actuality, her arm was ripped off sort of in a, second, by, yeah, in by a the secondary car. manner in the middle of the mayhem. So, yeah, it wasn't like he got – like she got into his car and he just grabbed her arm and just yanked it off. Or just he just walked up to the street and – Like Grendel. And walked up to her in the street <laughs> and just grabbed her arm and ripped it right off. No, I, I, her arm was ripped off, yeah. Like, it's not up to me what name they secondary use this guy in the news, but I'm just saying. So what do you think it should be, like the M8 you know, prostitute running over guy? Something like that. <laughs> Give me some time to think it over. We'll come up with something. So the other prostitutes working in Glasgow's red light district were shocked to see her back on the street three weeks later. I wonder if they were pissed about the uh, reduced rates. I mean, do you think do you think she was probably offering reduced rates because she had one arm? 15% off. <laughs> I don't know, but then it was giving me an idea, too, like... I wonder now that she is – if this could actually be an asset for her, like an eighth. Like I wonder if she could have like you know be a designer prostitute, like go out with like you know various designer prosthetics, like get a wolf arm or something or like a flamingo arm or you know like a wing or something like that or a T-Rex hand. I don't, I don't know. I mean yeah. a dildo arm. You never know. I mean this could be like the prostitute 5000. <laughs> I mean it could work. I think it could work in her favor. Like the bionic prostitute, the $6 million <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> Yeah, well, she makes that little noise when she gives a hand job. So I guess uh, the prostitutes were kind of shocked that she was back on the street. And no one can believe that she was. And they also said that uh, they're surprised that re she returned to the street where the attacker picked her up. It reminded everyone how dangerous this job can be. And we thought it would really make Jillian help her, you know, help herself quit drugs and quit prostitution altogether. Sounds like getting your arm ripped off would be quite the deterrent. Yeah, but you don't want to give up that that lifestyle. Well, it says here that uh, a lot of them mention that uh, she's obviously working to feed her own drug habit and her boyfriend's as well. I don't know. So uh, what actually happens, the man approached her in the street, and she agreed to go with him in his car. Next thing she remembers, she's being pushed from his moving vehicle and then being run over. Jillian said at the time, I remember falling from the car, but not much else about how it happened. It's all mixed up. I must have blacked out. I thought I was going to die. I didn't know if I had lost my whole arm and left it on the road. The only thing I remember is that, at, is that when I was in the hospital, they told me what had happened. It's a bit hazy because of the drugs, but I think he probably wanted to kill me. Maybe. I mean, when I don't she know. She says it's hazy because of the drugs. Is she talking about the drugs she got in the hospital or just the general drugs that she's on every day? I think she's a crackhead. 
I personally, I think she's a crackhead. But you know, it's funny. She's like, I, I think he wanted to kill me. Well, what else did? What else do you think that? Well, I mean, what else could he possibly been trying to do? Like, is some bizarre mating ritual? Like, like that's what he does. You know, that's foreplay. Like it's a like, reverse <laughs> praying mantis move. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a, he's a prostitute tosser, a prosty tossing. Yeah, I, I don't know. So uh, Jillian, who's been a prostitute since she was fifteen. She said, after this incident, I know I could never do this kind of work ever again. It's going to be hard to go straight, but I need to do it. And her boyfriend at the hospital, when they spoke to reporters, backed her up saying, Jillian will never work the streets again. Me and her family will make sure of that. 26 days later, back on the streets. And when the photographer snapped pictures of her plying her trade, she started screaming abuse. And the boyfriend went over, started punching the car, shouting, fuck off, you're a couple of bams. I'm not quite sure what that means. But it sounds like, you know what they sound like? They sound like they're uh, Scottish netties. Remember that term, netties? Yeah. It's like the white trash Scottish people. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, it almost makes me want to go to Glasgow now. You can get a, you know, a, a, get a hand job from a one-armed prostitute. A unarm. <laughs> a unarm. I don't know. So uh, that's about it, though. So on the sick and wrong scale, prostitute getting her arm ripped off, serial killer, I guess, you know, the M8 Ripper. And uh, she's back on the streets working again because her boyfriend's forcing her to do this. I'm going to have to give this probably an eight. What do you think? Well, if the misnamed M8 Ripper actually was just ripping arms off with his bare hand, if he was just that kind of a brute, <laughs> I would probably give it a 9.1, but... Because he's he is misnamed, I'm gonna have to knock that down to an eight point four. An eight point four? It's still yeah. pretty high. That's higher than I get. Well, it. I'm giving it bonus points because she did go back out to back work on the and, streets and tried to solicit the reporter. Yeah, you know I, that's the thing. It's like I just I value I admire the Scottish prostitute work ethic. Back on the streets, ready to give hand jobs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, let's see what you have here for podcast forty. There, Wackily. All right. <laughs> Well, I've done a couple uh, Oakland stories in the past two or three weeks, and I wanted to uh, give equal time to uh, – I don't want to make Northern California sound like the most horrible place in the universe. I want to give equal time to Southern California. Ooh, another California story, though. Well, Southern California and Northern California are like almost different countries, you know, that people in Northern California hate the Southern California people and vice versa. It's pretty mutual disdain. Yeah, we we don't like them down there in Orange County. They they put Arnold Schwarzenegger. They voted Arnold Schwarzenegger as our governor for Christ's sake. Yes, they did. Yeah. Although I like having the Terminator as a governor. You know, at first I you know, what I I thought it was really funny, so I voted for him, and then it actually happened, and then I was kind of like, man, dude, <laughs> this joke's gone a little too far. Well, I say that I like it. But what I, I I'm still waiting for that press conference where he tears the skin off his face and he has that like robot face with the red eyes. I'm just waiting for him to get really angry and beat the shit out of the uh, you know the Democratic governor. Well, because there's like, an election coming up, yeah, and they, and they apparently will have debates, and that's I'm hoping he rips his skin off his face. He has that robot face, and he's like, "I will kill you, Phil <laughs> Angelides." That would be cool. That was a very horrible. Uh, Schwarzenegger cyborg impression that I just did. But yeah, anyway, pretty bad. Let's get to my story. It's a short one. Not a lot of details, but I 
think it's pretty sure I think it's going to win. Okay. Uh police be- police believe that 17-year-old Jonathan Banks, this happened in South Central LA. People probably know about that, right? NWA, right. EZ. They're not you're not supposed to call it South Central anymore. Straight out of Compton. <laughs> it's just called South LA. They renamed it because South Central had so many bad connotations. Yeah, there's some negative connotations for that area. I still wouldn't go there. <laughs> yeah. Well, police believe that Jonathan Banks, 17-year-old, uh, jumped out of his car, jumped out of a vehicle on September 24th and approached an approached Caesar Cesar Avila and his uh, two daughters, three years old and six years old. Um, uh, Cesar Avila, uh, they were getting out of they were getting out of their car in front of his apartment building. The family had just returned from a Sunday afternoon outing to a fast food restaurant. That's a familial event. Jonathan Banks allegedly shot, <laughs> allegedly right, <laughs> shot and wounded the father. Uh, who is a glass worker. I don't know why they mentioned that. Well, maybe because Jonathan Banks wrongly believed that Cesar uh, was a member of a rival gang, which he was not. So was it gang-banging went awry? Banks then took his 9mm handgun, aimed at the 3-year-old daughter, and shot her once through the chest. (laughs) Dude! She wasn't in a gang, was she? Authorities said this week that... preempting that. Authorities said that the gunman fully intended to shoot the child and did not strike her inadvertently while firing several shots at the father. So he shot the father, then just took the gun and shot the kid right through the chest. This is the most brutal and uh, just ruthless gang... uh, Violence I've ever heard. I've ever heard of. (laughs) Uh, Both Banks... Banks had an accomplice who was in the car with him called... uh, Larry Lee Larimore, <laughs> but both Banks and Larry Lee Larimore uh, Larry Lee. allegedly shouted gang slogans uh, as they were firing their nine millimeter handguns at the three year old little girl. Yeah, well, and 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 her dad was she packing? No, I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, I kind of wonder what the slogans were. You know, like tell Barney this is my block, bitch. <laughs> You know what I wondered? So, so, you know how, like, you go to prison, you kill somebody, you get, like, a teardrop tattoo on your eye? Yeah. What do you get when you kill a three-year-old little girl? I think you get uh, raped in the ass <laughs> by the other prisoners that have three-year-old little girls, and then you, like, are hung with, you know... Yeah. The Probably get your balls ripped something. off or something. Um, so, uh, they couldn't they couldn't find the guy. They finally caught him, and uh, I always love it when this happens. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's taking the uh, Eddie Murphy defense... So they picked him up. Tons of witnesses. This happened at two forty-five in the afternoon um, on a yeah, Sunday. No, no tack there. Well, <laughs> he wasn't being discreet. No, his. Uh, so his. He's like I said. He's taking the Eddie Murphy defense, saying, "Not guilty. <laughs> not guilty on any count. Not guilty on shooting the father. Not guilty on shooting the daughter." You know, you you gotta admire his conviction because it's it's you're guilty. You're you're innocent until you're proven guilty. Yeah. And so this guy's just like, yeah, I didn't do it. So the. Uh, the police chief says that uh, – this is an interesting comment. Uh, police chief – or deputy chief Beck says this is even beyond what ga- what gangsters consider normal. <laughs> or usual, sorry. It's like beyond gangster morality. Yeah. Even gangsters are uh, disgusted by his actions. But he's kind of – this guy's kind of a hard ass, I must say, you know? He, yeah, dude. I'm, I wouldn't no, fuck with him. He ain't scared of no three-year-old shooter right in the chest. <laughs> Damn, dude. So I, I assume she died. Oh yeah, she's yeah. fully dead. The guy, the dad lived actually, which I'm sure he wish he did, wishes he didn't. But uh, he does have the other daughter and a wife, 
and you know they're very distraught. But uh, that would cause me to move out of South Central. Yeah, it, this happened. Uh, and in case anybody cares, uh, between La Brea Avenue and Crenshaw Boulevard, uh, which is right down there in South Los Angeles, right next which to everybody else considers South Central Los right Angeles, right next to Mo Meaty Meat Burger, sort of in that area. I yeah, think, maybe. Um, but this brings up. I don't know if you ever heard of this thought experiment. I think it's always kind of interesting. Um, no, what what thought experiment? What well, is that? I'll tell you what it is, and you can kind of state it two ways. What is the number of three-year-olds that y- you think you, D, uh, would would be able to fend off? Or uh, you could alternatively <laughs> state that you could alternatively state the question as it's just a thought experiment. How many three-year-olds do you think it would take to overpower you if they were just bent on your destruction? I think I could probably handle at least 20. Yeah, see, that's good. You know, sometimes, I mean, sometimes you ask that question to people and they'll be, you know, idiots and they'll say, oh, I could take like 100 or 200. No. No, you no, couldn't. You couldn't. If they I were mean, all you like... kill a good number of them, but just wave after wave of them coming no, at you. What, what kind of weapon would I have? No, no would weapons. I have... Okay, Completely, just my fists? Just, you have fists. clothes on and shoes, but they have clothes and shoes, but no weapons. Just fists, feet. Uh, and you're they, talking they, like they, this is gladiator in, combat here. Well, you're just in a big square room with no doors, with the doors are locked, and they're also in there, and they just like there's like doors you know, coming up, and three year olds just coming yeah, out. Yeah, like, doors come up, or or they're all in there, and there's a countdown, you know, three, two, one, and then they all just begin to swarm you, wave after wave. I think I could take about twenty. Yeah. What, was, what, what see, do you I, think? I always think maybe thirty or forty, but it's it's a rough, it's a thought experiment. This is I mean, you're it's working, not an exact science. You're working out now, so uh, you know maybe you could, maybe you probably could do a few more than I could. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think my lungs would give out after I twenty. Think, I think the key method is to uh, incapacitate a couple of the first ones, and then you pick one of those up by its feet, and you start swinging it around, <laughs> and you use use the first three year old as, as a to bludgeon the other ones. Yeah. 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 Give yourself a little bit of an advantage. Yeah, and then they're not that heavy, so I, and I'm sure you could wield a three-year-old. Yeah, lethally. well, it'd be it'd be like a giant club. You yeah, know? I could see that working. So, dude, on the sick and wrong scale, I mean, this guy murdered a three-year-old, and point uh, blank, point blank, just shot her Broad in the chest. Daylight, shot her in the chest. Yeah, I think it uh, beats my one-armed prostitute. I'm gonna have to give that a. Uh, it's just one three-year-old, but I'm gonna have to give it an <laughs> eight point seven. Wow, I I would give this a. A 9.1. 9.1? Just because, I don't know, maybe I'm visualizing it more than anybody else would, but uh, I can just, it's just this guy, you know, two feet from a three-year-old just shooting her right through the Point chest. Point through the it's chest. pretty bad. Yeah, that's vicious. Yeah, well, you know, we're going to have to see what the uh, audience has to say about this one. Um, finally, moving on here to the third article, because this is our new thing here for uh, Podcast 40. Uh, this article came in from John. John sent it to sickwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Man strangles dog, displays it to owner. This happened in Erie, Pennsylvania. A man strangled his roommate's dog with a belt, then confronted the owner with the dead animal. Uh, Willie Evans, 21, apparently killed the small mixed-breed dog. I'm sure the dog was pretty annoying. (laughs) It's probably rather annoying. It's like a chihuahua or something. Um, By wrapping a belt around its neck, so it looks like he just strangled it. The dog's owner, who lived with Mr. Evans, the roommate, got home about 1.45 a.m., found Mr. Evans standing naked inside their living room, holding the dead dog dangling from the belt. So he was holding up the dog, just dangling it, dangling the dead, you know, the uh, corpse of uh, his roommate's dog. dog. 
Yeah, that would be a surprise. That'd be a sobering, sobering sight. Uh, the roommate told police that he ran outside and that Mr. Evans followed him naked, still holding the dog by the belt, asking him why he was so mad. He was. I don't know if he was taunting him or if he Does was it just... say what age these guys are? Yeah, 21. Both of them. Yeah, both of them are about 20, 21. And so he was uh, chasing him outside the yard, holding the dead dog, saying, Why are you mad? Why are you mad? Uh, it was not immediately clear if um, Mr. Evans has an attorney. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not quite sure. People, but, this is uh, why yeah. drugs are bad. He was arrested, and he's unable to post the $15,000 bond on charges of disorderly conduct and animal cruelty. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, thank you, John, for sending in that article. Um, I think on the sick and wrong scale, I mean, it didn't involve a human, but it's... Um, it's rather, pretty bizarre. Yeah, yeah it's rather bizarre. Met. I mean, the guy was standing naked. So, I mean, in the in the living room. Roommate probably went out drinking, hanging out, probably came back with his girlfriend, ready to get laid, you know, kind of buzzed. And there he sees his roommate butt naked in the living room, holding his dead dog from a belt. From a belt. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to give this at least 7.5. I'll give it a creativity. Yeah, I'll give it a seven point seven. I would like to know what the what the uh, whole incident what transpired, was, was about, what caused it. Yeah, um, it's a little yeah, premature. At this doesn't point. really go into detail, much detail. But uh, thank you, John, for sending in that article. And uh, we invite the sick and wrong audience to vote: um, one armed prostitute, a guy who shoots a three year old in the chest, or a man who kills his roommate's dog. Um, go to the website sickandwrongpodcast.com, and you vote and tell us who won for Podcast 40. this up here i know we got a couple emails from some people and uh we didn't get to it last week because we went way overboard and uh podcast is a little too long last week so i had to edit out some of the email there was a lot of travel logging there's a lot of travel logging going on so i just want to get to a couple here um one guy uh don't remember his name i think it was gary sent us in a pretty cool website he's like i don't know if the voting is on for this week but the amish massacre is more sick and wrong even though it was a cheap shot because it was a mainstream article uh-huh. I, I kind of agree. But, hey, he still gave me a vote. So uh, he sends us a link to this band. He said, check out this band. They're the Amish version of Guar, and they sound like the Misfits. They're called uh, the Amish Armada. Check it out, www.amisharmada.com, amisharmada.com. And I went to the website, checked it out. These dudes are wearing, like, bloody Amish outfits, and well, uh, they sound pretty cool. Did you go – because it looks like they – just like Guardas, they have an entire stage uh, show because they're also are the Amish Armada's enemies who also perform. If you go, if you go, they have character bios, and you can see the you know 
I think one of them was called uh, like Electro Jesus or something like that. <laughs> you know, the forces of uh, Western modern uh, technology battle the Amish Armada. It sounds like they'd be pretty pretty cool to go see. Yeah, well, I wouldn't mind checking them out. I wonder where they're from. I didn't even look into that. But check it out, AmishArmada.com. Thanks, Gary, for sending that in. Uh, we got another email from a Fat Ninja Kid who wanted to know if we're doing a Sick and Wrong Christmas special this year. And uh, what I wanted to tell him is, no, we're not. We're actually going to do a Hanukkah special. <laughs> actually, you know what? We should do a holiday special. Don't you think we should do something for Christmas? Yeah, I think that should wind up around uh, episode 50. So maybe the 50th episode will also be a holiday show. A holiday show. That's with, a lot to with, pack uh, into one episode. And but. we can have my brother on here. He also mentioned that... Uh, the would... sensual Santa. <laughs> As I, I will start calling your brother from now on. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. I mean, I, I do love... Uh, my Christmas ritual is usually to go out and just get completely wasted at uh, some depressing tavern where you see people... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I No, I seriously love that. To see people who, you know, have no families to celebrate Christmas with, and it's got to be one of the single most depressing incidents. Uh, d- depressing, like, times of the year for people. I mean, how many people commit suicide on Christmas? Definitely jumps up around then. But yeah. one, of the, one of the key moments, if you go out to the bar on Christmas Eve, is if you can ever see uh, a bar fly giving a Christmas present... To the bartender. That's just a tender, <laughs> tender moment. It's just, it's just so pathetic. It's like the nadir of human existence right there. I mean, you have no one else to give a Christmas present to except for the guy who's murdering you. Well, I always slowly. Feel, I, I always feel bad for the guy, the guy who has to work the bar that night. The guy who's helping you commit suicide? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't want to be there. No, no, but, but I, he has to. Um, Fat Ninja Kid also wanted to know if we could continue using the MP3 format because he can't use the other format on his MP3 player. As we mentioned before, go to the website, com. You can download the MP3. We also have the M4A, which has pictures in it. So uh, I man, like the pictures. I, I like the say, pictures, I vote too. for the M4A format, but that's just me. Um, also, we received a pretty extensive email from uh, – rather extensive email from Aaron from uh, Ireland that we're going to have to get to probably next week. He goes into detail about Irish white trash, and I think we kind of glossed over it in some previous podcasts. Yeah, we've talked about it, but I think his email has a lot of extra added insight. Very enlightening. So uh, we're going to have to get to that. And uh, finally, let's uh, conclude this podcast here with an MP3. This is kind of new for us. This is uh, some dude from a band called Judder and the Jackrabbits. Apparently he's a big fan of our podcast. Sent me an email saying, hey, you know, here's a couple of our songs. I'll let you choose which ones you'd like to play. Um, you know, it, it's really an honor to get have the, have their our songs on your podcast. So uh, we should end the podcast here with um, how about "Death for the Dead Master" by uh, Judder and the Jackrabbits. It's one hell of a title. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't even know quite. I'm not even quite sure exactly what they mean. What it, what he means by it, Judder, Judder Jackrabbits. Well, uh, you mean the name of the band or the name of that song? I you know I don't know what the name of the song means. Either death for well, the dead master. The dead master is going to die, and the song is about his death. Yeah. Or or the intent to enact his death upon the dead master. Yeah, that that, that could be. Well, uh, do a Google search. Check out uh, Judder and the Jackrabbits, and uh, here we're gonna have to end podcast forty with uh, death for the dead master. Stay tuned next week for podcast forty one. And in the meantime, if you can go to Podcast Alley and give Sick and Wrong a vote, we'd greatly appreciate it. 
You can also vote right from our homepage. There's a button that you can push that says "Vote for us on Podcast Alley" or some shit like that, and it will take you to the right to the. And you can just page. immediately vote on that. Just yeah. just going right over there. Yeah. You know, it'd be nice because with Podcast Alley, the more votes you get. Then you like get a uh, jettison into like the uh, the uh, top ten podcasts and all the in the, the upper echelon of well, the, podcasts. But have you seen the upper echelon of podcasts? They're horrible. They were they really are. It's like these the guy and girl podcasts talking about their dis, you know abysmal lives. I don't even care about it. Yeah, it's like there there's no one that does like disgusting, disturbing content like sick and wrong. So I let's, also, let's get I also the top think 10. a lot of people cheat and just have their friends vote you know a hundred times and that's how they get up there. I would I would like for sick and wrong to, to get up there legitimately. legitimately. Yeah, that would be nice. All right, well here's Judder and the Jackrabbits. Until next week, take it sleazy.